Blog Talk Radio. For the 2012 Poetry Superhighway Contest winner's announcement. Welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an exciting few months since we started the contest in July. Many entries have come in. Many prizes were donated. Many poems were scored. I'm just kind of excited. I uh, I had to put on a special diaper just for this show uh, just to contain myself. Good good afternoon. Uh, this is Rick Lupert from the Poetry Superhighway. Glad to have you all with me. So we're going to uh, do a couple of things today. I'm going to tell you some various statistics about the show, let you know how many different people entered, uh, let you know about our sponsors, uh, average poem scores, let you know where people entered from, that kind of thing. And... Then I'm actually going to get to telling you who won. So what we're going to do is announce the top 10 scoring spots. So, of course, we have three winners, three poems which have risen to the very top. And you'll find out who they are today. It's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. So, uh, But if you happen to hear your name as one of the winners of the top 10 slots. Winner isn't the right word. If you've achieved a score which uh, uh, earned you a spot in the top 10 uh, uh, slots, as it were, uh, then you'll be invited to call in and and read your poems. So that's, uh, that's kind of exciting. We've uh, had some good luck the past couple of years where people who've entered the contest were listening and they've uh, called in. In fact, last year, for the first time, the person who won the contest, Amber Decker, was listening and she was able to call in and read her first place poem. So that was that was kind of exciting. That doesn't always happen. In fact, it never happened before last last year. So I want to tell you about some uh, things going on with the Poetry Superhighway before we get to the uh, before we get to the actual announcement of the uh, winners. So uh, number one, you may have noticed uh, just uh, just about three weeks ago, we completely redesigned our website. The truth is that it was uh, actually redesigned about three years ago, and then there was a giant slow-going jo- uh, job of uh, moving all the content from the old site to the new site. We finally finished that, and uh, it's done. I don't know what you, I don't know if you've seen it. I, I hope you have. Uh, a lot of work went into it. It's a much more modern website with uh, all kinds of things going on. Uh, the old design was uh, was cool, but it uh, well it was uh, designed in the uh, mid '90s when the internet was uh, just a nascent afterthought, and uh, at the time it was a great design. But uh, since a couple of decades had gone by since we really did a proper redesign and uh, uh, etc., it was really time, and it's done. So there you go. Uh, with that new redesign, we also uh, started a Twitter account. I always feel a little silly saying the word Twitter, but uh, there you go. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at, at uh, twitter.com slash poetrysuperhwy. And uh, there, if you're into the uh, micro-blogging experience, uh, not only am I posting uh, daily Poetry Superhighway news, uh, letting you know who our weekly featured poets of the week are, uh, things like that. Uh, uh, oh, letting you know uh, when we add new links to our uh, our link directory, which happens every week, uh, as as announced in the in the newsletter, we post them there as well. Um, uh, featured book selections, but I also retweet. Yes, I'll say it again. I also retweet uh, news from some of our followers as well. So if you've got uh, poetry news that you want to share with the uh, Poetry Superhighway audience uh, and you are following the Poetry Superhighway, uh, then I'm able to see your tweets. Uh, 
And uh, there's a chance that I could retweet it to all of our followers. So that's the newest thing that we have going on. So I'm uh, uh, I'm not sure if any of the judges are going to be able to, to join us. They were, of course, uh, invited. Uh, but um, I do have someone on the line here. Uh, let me see who's here. Uh, 951 area code. Hi. Who's this in the 951? All right. Awesome. It was no one. Uh, just uh, uh, if if you do call in um, during this first portion of the show and you're not one of the judges, I'm going to remove you, remove you from the queue because uh, the queue lets me know that someone is waiting to uh, go on the air. So the only people at this point who should call in uh, if if uh, if they're able to, and I, I, I don't think they are, but uh, just in case they are, uh, should be the judges. Otherwise, you should listen on online. Uh, Thank you. Until we get to the actual announcement part, in which case if you hear your name, then you can go ahead and call in and I'll put you on the air and uh, you'll get to read your poem. So there you go. That's excited. Who's excited out there? Raise your hand. Well, that's a lot of you. I'm going to have to uh I'm going to have to count hold on a second. You know, it's 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 too many to even count. All right, well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you some uh, information about the uh, the contest this year. So we uh, this year had poems entered from twelve countries. Hold on, nine five one is back. Let me just see if that's one of the judges. Hi, nine five one, you there? Nine five one. All right, no more nine five one. You're out. The entire nine five one area code is banned. Just for this show, though. You can call in next time. All right, so this year we had 12 different countries represented from our entries. We had uh, poets from, of course, the United States, from Canada, from the United Kingdom, uh, Israel, Scotland, Hungary, uh, from the city of Budapest. Uh, I'm not sure what Hungary is called uh, these days. Uh, The actual country name that was listed in the uh, entry was spelled M-A-G-Y-A-R-O-R-S-Z-A-G, which I assume is pronounced Magyarorza. Uh But that happens to be in Hungary, so I'm just going to go with Hungary. Hungary was represented uh, by contest entries. Also Sweden. Japan, France, Australia, Portugal, and Belgium. That's 12 countries of of, uh, about four more countries than last year uh, uh, had people uh, uh, submitting uh, poems. So that's pretty cool. We had uh, – perhaps you'd like to know how many – how many uh, uh, poems were entered? Well, we had 466 entries this year. Um, a little bit down from last year. We had uh, almost 500 last year, not quite. Uh, I blame it on the economy. Uh, so there you go, 466 entries. But that means that we uh, have that much money to to divide up between the top three scoring poets. First place will win $233. Second place, $139.80. And third place, $93.20. 93 poets entered the contest. Uh, That's the same exact number as last year. 93 poets also entered last year. Um, We had, uh, in terms of uh, prizes, uh, as you may know, we had uh, many, many uh, sponsors. Uh, 34 34, uh, individuals and organizations sponsored the contest this year, and they offered up 114 prizes. So do the math there. If we had uh, 93 poets entering and we have 114 prizes to offer, that means that every single one of you who entered will be getting a prize uh, just for entering. So um, congratulations to everyone. You're all winners of of a sort. Uh, let me tell you who the sponsors uh, were. I can't thank the sponsors enough. I hope some of you are listening. 
Um, uh, these are people, um, individuals uh, who uh, donated um, their own product. It could be individual writers who, who donated copies of their own books. It could be uh, individuals who represent organizations or presses, etc., who pledged a few copies of, of whatever it is that their press puts out, its services, that kind of thing. I'm just going to list them because I... Uh, um, it's it's such a cool thing that we're able to offer every single person who enters um, a prize just for entering. So um, so here they are. Ain't got no press. Um, Alan Britt, Laughing Larry Berger, Anonymous, uh, but dedicated to Will Mills, um, Clint Hirschfield, C. R. Cohn, uh, Daniel McGinn, Donald and Jean Siegel, uh, Iamato, Edgar and Lenore's Publishing House. Faith Frisbee Petrusevsky, Harry Calhoun, Inc. Publications, Jim Bobway, The Jovialities Entertainment Company Limited, Catherine L. Gordon, L.B. Sedlicek, Linda Leedy Schneider, Lynn Bronstein, Magdalena Ball, Mary Kennedy Easton, uh, M.G. Version 2, uh, Muddy River Poetry Review, Nancy Scott, Peggy Dobreer, Poetics Matrix Press, the Poetry Market Ezine, R.S. Carlson, uh, Ran Furley Review, R.C. Eddington, Sandra Soli, U.S. One Worksheets, Voices, Israel Group of Poets, and Winning Writers. Uh, those are 34 sponsors. They all donated um, many, many things. You can see the entire list of uh, prizes by going to the Poetry Superhighway website and just clicking on the contest link. It's all there. Um, uh, many different books were uh, don donated, a subscription to Poetry Magazine, um, subscription to Raintown Review Magazine. Um, we have uh, uh, – there's an hour um, – Beth Amato uh, 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 donated an hour of coaching or editorial services, um, signed books. Um, Faith Petrovsky, she donated – she runs a website called uh, 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 Lovely Trinkets and Captured Divinity, Gifts and that kind of thing. Um, 60 different uh, discount coupons uh, for uh, uh, her websites were uh, donated. Um, Harry Calhoun donated a couple of his books. Um, um, so many amazing, amazing prizes. I'm just looking through. Uh, most of them are books. Um, MG Version uh, offering translation in French of the winning poems. So who, uh, whoever wins first place will have their poem translated into French and published in a French-speaking journal of poetry and literature, which is very cool. I know that was something that we offered uh, our winners uh, uh, last year as well. Um, a free classified ad in the poetry market easing. Um uh, the Rand Furley Review is offered uh, uh, to the winning poet um, an interview as well as publish a republishing of uh, or a publish a showcase of uh, their poetry. Um, a free six week poetry workshop donated by Sandra Soli. That's pretty cool. Um, and uh, winning writers, who's who's a sponsor actually of Poetry Superhighway all year round. Um, donated a year subscription to Poetry Contest Insider. I don't know if you're on their email list, but it's one of the one of the best resources for poets and writers online. You should check them out at winningwriters.com. So those are all our sponsors. Um, thank you very, very much for uh, making this the only contest I know of where every single person entering wins a prize. I also can't thank enough our three judges. Um, I know a couple of them uh, are, are listening, at least. I know Amber Decker is uh, listening uh, off in some kind of secluded uh, box where there are no phone lines. Uh, I think she's living with a family of beavers right now, and they won't get Internet for another three years. Uh, but Amber, uh, who won first place in last year's contest, is uh, is uh, is uh, was one of our judges this year. Um, she uh, uh, made a point of... Of uh, sending an email, letting uh, letting us know that she uh, couldn't uh, join in, uh, but uh, made a, wanted me to. I'm, I'm actually just going to read what she wrote because it's really nice. Um, she said, "I can't even begin to uh, say how wonderful it was to be able to read every single contest entry, as I'm aware that judges." In other contests, only receive a small fraction of entries that are submitted. It was great to see such diversity among the poems I read and was truly humbled by the amount of raw talent that exists in the online poetry community. That's you. That's our contest entrance. 
Um, Amber goes on to say, I very, I very much feel that all of the contest entrants have been extremely brave in submitting their work for judgment. It is a scary thing sometimes to send work that one holds so close out into the world for others to scrutinize. And I would like everyone listening to know that I believe congratulations are in order for those who choose to enter the contest and were brave enough to send in their work, whether or not their poems place in the top ten. It's been a real pleasure. So thank you, Amber. You did uh, an incredible amount of work, and uh, that was a very nice, uh, uh, nice uh, bunch of sentiments in in your letter as well. Uh, Brenda Levy Tate from uh, Tuscan, Nova Scotia, Canada, uh, also was one of our judges, as well as Buxton Wells from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, uh, they scored second and third place in last year's contest. Um, and they all did uh, – what a pleasure it was to work with uh, these three judges. There's always uh, – without signaling uh, uh, or, or um, not signaling um, – I've forgotten all the words, ladies and gentlemen, without um, uh, pointing out just one person from the past. But, the, but I've never had a group of judges who were so on top uh, universally, all three of them, pretty much throughout the contest uh, of getting the poems back uh, – so quickly. It made it such an easy process for me. So thank you guys very much, uh, Amber, Brenda, and Buxton. Uh, check out work by them. They were uh, featured as Poets of the Week when the contest started in July. You can read a few poems from them. And of course, they won last year's contest uh, in uh, positions one, two, and three. So you can see their uh, winning poems uh, by checking out uh, the Past Poets archive uh, from October last year. I don't have the date in front of me offhand, but it couldn't be too hard to find. Just go to Poetry Superhighway, uh, click on Past Poets Archive, and uh, scroll down and you'll see them. So um, a lot of effort, a lot of people were involved in uh, in making this contest a success, and I, I just can't thank everyone enough. I especially, though, want to thank all the people who uh, entered. I, I echo... Amber sentiment. Um, it's really a very brave thing. I know I'm nervous when doing it. I'm not just entering a contest, but uh, but just submitting work to uh, for other people to look at to be published. Um, it's uh, uh, you know it's one thing to get up in front of people to have to talk, but to get up in front of people and have to share your own work, uh, you know, like in an open reading or something like that. It's nerve wracking. You know, you're not just uh, giving out information or giving a talk, you're sharing something of yourself. And, and it's the same kind of thing when you send your work out to a contest uh, or for publication consideration. It, it is a very brave thing to do. Um, and uh, and so congratulations and thank you to all of the poets, the 93 of you who entered, uh, who uh, made this uh, uh, a success again this year. This is our 15th year of the contest. Um, all right, so I already told you about uh, how many people entered, about how much uh, money the top three scoring poets will will win, where uh, people uh, uh, submitted their poems from, including Magyar Shizag. Anyone else been there? Let me know. Um, let me tell you about the scores. So um, this year... Uh, well, the way it worked, uh, the way that the contest worked, as you probably know, is uh, the poems were sent off to the judges blindly, meaning a batch, whatever poems came in that day, whether it was a group from one poet or for five or six poets, um, all of those were sent to the judges with uh, the name of the poet, uh, the author removed. So the judges would see all these uh, poems, they would read them, they would send back uh, the scores. Um, there was a, a possible high score of 15 points. And the lowest possible score was zero points. They, they could uh, – uh, that is the total score. So each judge would send back from zero to five uh, using quarter-point intervals. See, the lowest, again, score that they could send back is zero. The highest is five. Um, could be 0 0.25, 0 0.5, 0 0.75, 1, 1.25, etc., all the way up to five. Um, all uh, of the three uh, scores of the judges were added together, and uh, – they uh, uh, reached that poem's score in the first round. So theoretically, if the judges scored zero points, uh, all three of them for a poem, it could score zero. And if they all scored five points, the highest possible score uh, would be 15 points. So um, this year, um, uh, of the 466 entries, the average score of the poem of poems was eight points. 
so um, a little bit higher than than halfway uh, mark compared to last year uh, the average uh, poem score was eight point three one um, I don't know how that works since we're using quarter point intervals, but whatever. Uh, I did that calculation last year. It must be true. 2010, 7.62 was the average score. 2009, 8.02, um, just 0.02 points higher than this year. The lowest ever average score, actually just since I've started keeping track of this, uh, which was 2006, um, the lowest average score was a 7.7. I'm sorry, it was 7.62 in 2010, and the highest Average score was in 2006, and that was 9.032. So eight points kind of sits right in the middle this year with the uh, number of uh, poems that we received. Um, This year, the highest scoring poem in the first round of scoring – oh, I should tell you about that. Um, uh, If there's a tie for the – in the top three scoring positions, um, as there was this year – um, then those poems that tied, and just those poems that tied in those top three positions, uh, were sent off to the judges for a second round of scoring, um, where they were then asked to score those poems between zero and ten points, uh, in, again using quarter point intervals. So um, these highest scores of poems uh, uh, and lowest scores, which I'm about to tell you, um, only apply to the first round of scoring. So this year, the highest scoring poem in the first round of scoring, uh, where the highest possible uh, points was 15 and the lowest zero, was 13.75. So the highest uh, score that was achieved was 13.75 points. Um, last year was 14.25. The year before, 13.25. Um, the lowest highest score if you will, um, since I've been keeping track in 2006, was in 2007, and that was 12.5 points. And the highest, highest score uh, was actually last year, was 14.25 points. Um, Moving on to the lowest score, again, the lowest possible score was zero. We've never had a poem score completely uh, zero. But we got kind of close this year. Uh, uh, 2012, uh, this year's lowest scoring poem in the first round of scoring was one point. And um, uh, the lowest, lowest score was uh, 0.5. That was in 2007. And the highest, lowest score was in 2010. It was 3.25. So there you go. That is uh that's all the information I have to tell you. Um at this point I'm now actually going to tell you who the top 10 scoring poets were. So, are you ready for this information ladies and gentlemen? Good. Um we're going to start with 10th place and move our way on up to first place. I'm going to tell you what the score was, where the person was from, and the poem that they uh, entered, and of course their name. Get excited. Do you have snacks? Do you, do you, do you eat snacks during this kind of uh, activity? All right. In 10th place, and the 10th place score was 11.75 points. We had two poems scoring in 11 uh, with 11.75 points. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. Actually, I did tell you earlier. I just wanted to remind you now that we've gotten to this point. Um, uh, if you're listening to the show, please don't call in right now. Please listen on the computer or iTunes or however it is that you're doing it. Because um, if I see your number in the switchboard, that means that you're one of the people who heard your name called uh, to uh, call in. So... At this point, if you hear your name, that means that uh, you're invited to call in to read your poem. Okay? There you go. All right, in 10th place, with a score of 11.75 points, tied. From Dallas, Texas, 
for the poem Blame It on the Sun, Wilton Norman Chamberlain Talks to Ray Charles Robinson, Gale Bell. Also, in 10th place, with 11.75 points from Los Angeles, California, for her poem Palladium, Marie Lecrevin. Congratulations, Gail and Marie, for uh, for that achievement. Uh, uh, tied for 10th place out of 466 uh, poems. All right, so um, you know what? I just uh, got word that uh, that uh, one of the judges uh, was uh, uh, um, is not able to call in, but I'm trying to call out uh, using uh, the interface here at Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. If you desire to speak to the host, please press one at any time, and the host will be notified that there is a caller in queue. Otherwise, please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. Brenda, are you there? That's exciting. All right, let's see. Brenda, are you there? All right, not a good day for getting people on the air, apparently. Not a good day. Um, That's okay. All right, so we've got to 10th place. Uh, We're going to move on to 9th place. Again, please only call in uh, if you... uh, if you uh, hear your name, it sounds like Blog Talk Radio is having some uh, some issues. So I'm not even sure that it's going to work at all today. But uh, at least you're he- you'll hear your names and uh, and have some kind of joy uh, at that. All right, in twelfth, I'm sorry, in ninth place, uh, scoring twelve points in the first round of scoring. Um, with uh, let's see, we have three poems tied for ninth place. Um, Harry Calhoun, congratulations. You're tied in ninth place with your poem, Braille Without Glasses. Congratulations, Harry. Also in 12th place, also from Los Angeles, California, Joan Johnson for your poem, At the Massachusetts National Cemetery. Congratulations, Joan. And from St. Louis, Missouri, for your poem, Crackling Again, Donal Mahoney. Congratulations, Donal. That's ninth place for you. All right, moving along. In eighth place. Eighth place is just a quarter point higher than ninth place. We also have three poets who tied for eighth place. Oh, wait, we have someone calling in. Let's see if it's one of the uh, ninth or tenth uh, winners. Hello, 214 area code. Hi, yes, this is Gayla Bell, 10th place with Blame It on the Sun. How's it going? Gayle, congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for everything. I appreciate the sponsors and you. Y'all are wonderful. I can hear your uh, your Dallas, Texas accent. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> your poem. I appreciate that. Um I called in. I'm just so happy. My son's sitting here with this big smile on his face. Cool. I called in. I'm so happy. Do you have your poem? I'm sorry. Can, can you read your poem? Oh, yes, yes. Let me go ahead and read that. It's Blame It on the Sun. Wilton Norman Chamberlain talks to Ray Charles Robinson. Sharing a bottle of gold registered cognac their cigars resting in a crystal goblet, silk knee-high stocking feet resting on a burgundy calf leather footstool. How does it feel, man? You know, when the light stops shining on you? I know you can't see the light, but damn, man, you know what I mean. When the heat stops shining on your face. Baby, it's like this. You create your own sun. Give it a name like the only woman who didn't love you for your money or power and none of that shit. And make sure you stand inside her smile. That's a great. No wonder it was so highly in the contest. <laughs> well, I really appreciate this. This is absolutely mega for me. Well, good. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm glad it was a success for you, um, uh, Gail, and I. And I'm so glad you were listening to be able to uh, to call in to read the poem as well. 
love to hear more from you. You know, we do an open reading on on a blog talk radio here uh, every month. So call in next month and uh, and read again for us. I sure will. And thanks, Rick, and thanks, Blog Talk Radio and Poetry Superhighway and all the sponsors. I appreciate it. All right. I'm sure they, they appreciate you as well. That was uh, Gail Bell calling from Dallas, Texas, uh, uh, who had a 10th place scoring poem. Um, I've got uh, a caller. Great. Um, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go up to eighth place now. Twelve point two five points for eighth place, um, and uh, uh, three poems again scored, uh, tied for uh, eighth place with twelve point two five points uh, from San Jose, California, for her poem "Points of Love." Mary Kennedy Easton. Congratulations, Mary. From Sonoma, California, we have California well represented in 8th, ninth, and 10th place so far, uh, for the poem Florence, Shotzi Gorman. Congratulations, Shotzi. Shotzi's been uh, participating in this stuff for years. Uh, well done, Shotzi. And uh, let's see, also tied in 8th place for Memphis, Tennessee. 12.25 points, Selective Service is the name of poem. Congratulations, Corey Mesler. Glad to have you in the top 10, Corey. Corey, also a, a, a long-time participant in Poetry Superhighway uh, uh, projects, etc., runs Burke's Bookstore there, historic bookstore in Memphis, Tennessee. You should check it out. All right, that's eighth place. Hurrah! If any of you uh, are listening, please call in. Corey, Shotzi, Mary, Donald, Joan, Harry, or Marie would love to hear your poem. Do not call in, ladies and gentlemen. Please. Do not call in unless I call your name. Thank you. We just don't need any more awkward moments in this contest announcement. All right, in seventh place. Seventh place, by the way, is only an additional quarter point above eighth place. We had four poets tied in in uh, seventh place. Here they are, 12.5 points each, from Los Angeles, California, for the poem No Nemo. Siofra McSherry. Congratulations, Siofra. Uh, moving on. From Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada. For the poem Camp. Maureen Donatelli. Congratulations, Maureen. From Middleton, Connecticut, also in seventh place. For the poem The Killing Shed. R.C. De Winter. Congratulations, R.C. And finally, in seventh place, from Stoke, Pogues, Bucks, United Kingdom. And my apologies to the people of the United Kingdom if I've mispronounced that. For the poem, Talking to Lord Newborough, David Gwillem Anthony. Congratulations, David. Our first, uh, well, our second, I guess. Canada does count as another country. No offense, Canadians. Uh, from overseas, though, uh, our first from overseas. So, as far as I know, there there isn't a C separating the entirety of the United States from Canada. There's a lake, I know, in part of it. Don't don't call me on that. All right, we're going to move on to um, sixth place. Uh, in sixth place, this is. Uh, Outside of the top three, this is the only spot where there was not a tie. Um, the sixth place scoring score was 12.75 points. Uh, this is another reason why you all should feel uh, good about what it is that you're doing um, here if, you're score, if you've scored in the top ten positions. Because really between all of the top ten scoring spots... Uh, between one to the next, there's only a quarter of a point difference. Um, so, in sixth place, from Fall City, Washington, with 12.75 points for the poem Elephant in the RV, T.L. Stokes. Congratulations, Terry. I happen to know her name is Terry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, 
it's time for the fifth position stretch. Everyone stand up. Stretch out your arms. Yawn if you need to. I'm just tired today, so I really needed to uh, uh, apply uh, a lawn to me. Oh, not a lawn. (laughs) Imagine if I did apply a lawn to me. Uh, How often would I have to mow it? Um, We have a caller from the 604 area code. Hi. Hi. Hi, Rick. Hi. This is Maureen from Abbotsford, B.C. Hi, Maureen. Maureen Donatelli, did I pronounce that right? Maureen Donatelli, yep. Cool. Congratulations for seventh place. Thank you. And your poem Thank is you. Like Camp. My poem is Camp. And I'd love you to read it if you have it handy. Oh, I do. I'd be happy to. Oh. Camp. Our neglect of the fire has left it sullied to mere ash glow. We put off the tent, remain seated on the cold, wet gravel, our backs against a beech log with firm, yielding skin still warm from the sun. And we look into darkness, Look out over the bay to the floating moon, a cut white bone thrown from the sky, oracle moon dancing on water that splits and spits silver as trout hunt the surface. And the red cedar have vanished, replaced by a single spiked black wall soaring over us out over a base of black rock. The crows that complained and rummaged all day at the edge of camp flew to the branches at dusk, disappeared to dream how it all coincides, pulls tight, hear it, how the wind tells the trees, shiver, and the tide licks and licks at the wharf. Ghosts in unsearchable spaces turn the gears. The darkness looks back, listening, watching ember light drift and fall from our faces. Well done, Maureen. Thank you. Beautiful poem. Thank you very much. I'm very excited. This is awesome. I want to thank everybody for participating. Yeah, well, thank you for participating. Uh, it's a leap of faith, and um, I guess it paid off for you because you scored very well in the contest, and it was uh, a joy to hear the the piece. Such a such a nice uh, such a nice poem. Thank you so much, Rick. Congratulations to everyone. All right. Um, thank okay. you. Thank you. That was uh, Marine Donatelli uh, calling from uh, Abbotsford, uh, British Columbia, Canada. Um, Seventh place for her poem camp. And uh, let's see, there's also a caller from the 425 area code. Hello. Hello, Rick. How are you? Good. How are you? It's T.L. Stokes. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, You're calling from Fall City, Washington, and your poem, Elephant in the RV. Uh, And i got to ask, how did you even get it in there? Um, well, that's another story. <laughs> uh, share the poem with us. I'd love to hear it. All right. And thank you to all the judges and for you for having the contest. Elephant in the RV. When elephants gather, I cannot look too closely or watch windmills of mountains sway or the water that comes as a trickle from the eye. I cannot watch the long arm curl and curl around the stubby youngster or the curious mouth on the end or the gushing coolness from it blown with glee. I cannot watch from the air the dusty countless snaking one at a time, foot plodding miles of path. They look so thirsty or the elephant's eyelash or the cut of the small mouth, sad smile. Or imagine the size of the miastamen, space where their heart lives. Because they are almost too big to save and too small in number. I can't take two and hide them in the RV, begin a breeding program. I cannot feed them their favorite vegetables and fruit in season while I drink coffee and write every morning. Or watch through the loft window with the black dog as the two gray lovers amble down the slow slope to the field where they give each other the most tender grasses, lean their rough heads together, earthquake of a quiet rumbling like a cat begins to purr. I cannot name them Wilson and Beth or Sebastian and Murgatroyd or Lily and Ben. They come already named Mary and Louis. And over the years of them living in the Northwest, 
the trails they flattened have grown. All the flowers around the house are gone. Mud pit at the lower end of the hill collects the rainwater. Mary runs when she feels the drops on her back, trumpets to Lewis to come join her. He walks steady and deliberate, swaying trunk widely until he gets to the mud where Mary is already wallowing. He slides in next to her. They roll and giggle, skyscraper sides darken with shine. One day Mary came and woke me, pulled at my arm until I got up, and there in the open barn I built for them, in the gold straw, steam rose like a hand from the little one, slippery from landing. And I crouched down to get a better look, round swimmer of remembering womb, unlikely angel, wobble on little pillars, a wet and dark cloud, old man-skin baby of the giants from the desert I cannot admit I love. Well, having a contest just to hear you read that poem. <laughs> thanks, Rick. Thank you, and uh, thanks for everyone who uh, participated this year. Sure. Thanks to you very much. I really enjoyed that. I'm glad you were listening and able to call in. Um, thank you so much, T.L. Okay. Thank you. Bye. That was uh, T.L. Stokes calling from Fall City, Washington, whose poem, Elephant in the RV, which she just read, uh, uh, scored uh, in a category by itself, sixth place, no ties for sixth place. All right. We're going to move on, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to get this all in before the uh, top of the hour in fifth place. We have two poems that scored in fifth place, uh, tied uh, from Santa Barbara, California, yet again, for the poem, uh, or I'm sorry, with uh, 13 points uh, uh, each, uh, scoring in fifth place for the poem, Summer, Northern Wisconsin, uh, Perry Longo. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your first name, Perry. Could be Perry. Uh, There you go. Also in fifth place, uh, from Esco, Minnesota. Uh, for the poem Moon to Cornucopia, Liz Minette. Uh, congratulations to both of you scoring in fifth place. Moving on, fourth place. We had three poems in fourth place uh, from two different states. Uh, fourth place was 13.25 points uh, from Petersboro, New Hampshire. For the poem The Indians Laugh at Everything. William Dureski. Congratulations, William. Well done. From Sunnyvale, California, also with 13.25 points, tying for fourth place for the poem Wellspring. Former uh, uh, Poetry Superhighway contest winner as well as contest judge Ellerain Lockie. Congratulations, Ellerain. Uh, fourth place. Pretty good. Uh, glad to have you participating again. And also in fourth place, with 13.25 points from Los Angeles, California, apparently a hotbed of excellent poetry. For the poem, Notes from the Graveyard Shift, Douglas Richardson. I'm particularly excited about that. I love uh, Douglas's poetry. He's someone who I get to hear read around uh, Southern California every now and then, and I've read some of his books. So um, how cool that three judges from different parts of the country picked Douglas uh, t- uh, to be in fourth place. All right, I have a caller from the uh, 951 area code. Hi, 951. Are you there, 951? No one there from 951. All right, you had your chance. Didn't I ban the 951 already, or was that 25-something else? I don't know. 111's back. Let's give this a try. This will be fun. Hi, one. Uh, uh, who's who just called in? Anybody there? Anybody? Hi, Rick. Yeah. Rick, it's Michael in Birmingham. Uh, Michael, sorry, this is an open reading today, um, so going to have to let I wasn't you... sure. I wasn't sure, but hello, and, uh, and congratulations on your point. So we're going to let Michael go um, there because, again, I thought I'd been vocal about this, but please don't call in unless you're one of the top ten scoring uh, poets. Uh, definitely only want to hear from you guys today. Uh, our next open reading will be in uh, November. Everyone's welcome to call in then. Uh, we're moving on, ladies and gentlemen, to the top three scoring poems. Are you ready? These uh, names who I will mention next 
are the winners of the Poetry Superhighway contest. They will divide up the uh, entry fees that were taken, and 100% of the entry fees, by the way, uh, the uh, uh, no money is made on this contest uh, by by me, I should say. But the top three scoring poets uh, do score um, uh, do do score that entry fees divided up amongst them. Um, in third and second place, well, let's start with third. Um, third and second place actually tied in the first round of score. So in the first round of scoring, they both scored thirteen point five points. In the second round of scoring, um, the poem that came in third place from Thousand Oaks, California, with 24 points out of 30, the poem Aroma of Magenta by Maggie Westland. Congratulations, Maggie. And in second place, again scoring 13.5 points in the very first round of scoring, for the poem, The Ways Your Mother Stoned You, scoring 28.5 points in the second round of scoring, Lisette Alonzo from Hialeah, Florida, for the poem, The Ways Your Mother Stoned You. Congratulations to the two of you. Well done. All righty. Moving along. Moving along. I'm about to announce the person who won the Poetry Superhighway Poetry Contest. This poem scored 13.75 points out of 15 in the first round of scoring. There were no ties for this very first spot. Are you ready? Again, 13.75 points. For... Well, the poet lives in uh, Los Angeles, California. I can tell you that much. The poem is called... Dangle Mountain. And the poet is called Catherine Chervinsky. Congratulations, Catherine. You have won the 2012 Poetry Superhighway Contest. Congratulations. Congratulations to all three of our winners. Uh, Catherine Chervinsky, who took first place. Lisette Alonzo, who took second place. And Maggie Westland, who took third place. Um, uh, shortly, in a few minutes, uh, their poems will be uh, online for you to read. You'll be able to actually read the uh, top ten scoring poems. Uh, I'm sorry, the top three scoring poems. Um, and uh, you will also uh, – our, our newsletter will go out shortly as well, which will uh, list uh, for you uh, this information as well. So a huge congratulations to everyone who entered. Thanks again to our judges. I want to give another uh, shout-out to Amber Decker, Brenda Levy-Tate, and Buxton Wells, who uh, uh, put an incredible amount of work uh, into uh, scoring this year's contest, reading every single one of the poems individually. Um, I can't thank you enough for doing that. Uh, on some days, it was a tremendous amount of poems, and you did so well. Um, I really want to thank our sponsors again, who, um, again, make this a contest unlike any other, where every single person can at least feel a, a little good about having entered, because even if you only entered one poem and scored in last place, uh, you're still going to get something for having entered. So thank you very much to all of our sponsors for helping us do that. And one final thanks to all of our contest entries, um, all 93 of you from all over the world, uh, 12 countries represented, uh, for making this year's contest a huge success. 
Our uh, next show, uh, as I uh, uh, mentioned a couple of minutes ago, in November will be November 11th at 2 o'clock p.m. It's an open reading, and uh, anyone will be welcome to call in and share poems. We do that every single month uh, here on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, Hold on. 805 is calling in. Let's see who this is. Hi, 805. Hi, this is Maggie Westland. Congratulations. Third place. Yay. Thank you very much. I'm excited. Me too. Are you ready to read? I'm ready to read. Great. Aroma of magenta. Stir fry this sunset in hot, sweet oil. Turn quickly before it sinks. Steep red onion skins to blood. Now dip one fresh boiled egg until ardor turns in your hand. Aroma of magenta could be plum, curried tandoori, vintage Syrah in cool, bright glass. Me, flushed from touch. Yay! I forgot to upload the applause sound effect, which would have been appropriate uh, for for I'll, right. But, uh, I'll give you some. I have an audience. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. It's great. Every uh, a contest entrant could be so so well prepared as you. <laughs> Thanks again. Thanks to everybody. Bye. Thank you, Maggie. Thanks for coming in. All right. That's so cool. Maggie Westland from uh, from Southern uh, from uh, Thousand Oaks, California. Um, just uh, just a spot north of here uh, with her third place poem, Aroma of Magenta. All right, so thanks everyone for calling in. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end now. Um, watch your email if you're on the Poetry Superhighway uh, email list uh, for the announcement of the winners. I will be uploading the uh, winning poem shortly, within the next 15 minutes or so, so you'll be able to read all three of them. Um, uh, sponsors, if you happen to be listening. Within the next couple of days, you will be uh, receiving an email from me letting you know who to send out your uh, prizes to. And uh, just remember, as agreed uh, in the uh, contest guidelines, your your job is to send out the uh, the um, uh, the prizes within uh, within two weeks of getting that notification. So uh, if you're a contest entrant, I'm going to send you an email as well, letting you know. Uh, what it is that you want. So if it's if it is something that is physically uh, mailed, you should expect to receive it um, within three weeks of getting that email. Because of course, if they email it uh, at the two week mark, it could take a while to to get to you. So uh, so that's it. Thanks again, everyone, for uh, participating in this year's contest. Have a great rest of your day. Bye.